My name's Paul Rominski. Welcome to the first episode of Grey Warrior. You can also look at my blog, greywarrior.blog, to get more information about me. But without further ado, let's get on with this first podcast. I'm really looking forward to talking to you and walking you through the journey. I'm on a journey. I'm hoping you join me on the journey. Who am I aimed at? Well, you're probably a mother, a father. You may have had kids. You may be perhaps struggling even. You're not going to be 21 anymore. Those days have come and gone. But that doesn't mean you're preparing to die. You're preparing to live. And hopefully you'll have a second birth, then another rebirth, and you'll keep going. One renaissance after another. It's about longevity, hopefully. Living a full and satisfying life. To the full. That's what this gen is about. A lifelong sojourn, if you want. Mind, body and spirit. But all three. And all three working harmoniously together. Perhaps unlearn that lesson. The lesson that we tend to learn from a very young age. That our mind is a completely separate entity from our body. And that's somehow separated again from our spirit. I'm hopefully going to try and help you to understand that if you're going to use the effective tools of mindfulness and martial arts, which is what we're about, then you'll see that those three are one. We all probably know somebody who's in parenthesis an intellectual, perhaps, and maybe he or she only thinks in their heads. I've met these people, and while they may have many, many assets, and live a full life, perhaps, I would argue not as full as it could be. If you let your if you let your body fall into rack and ruin and die prematurely, well, maybe the balance isn't quite right. It's about creating that harmony within. And why should you bother? Well, to be stronger, to be happier, to live a fuller and more effective life. So, just this week, try to be the best version of yourself that you can be. At least try. It's not about trying to win the fight, by the way. You're not going to do that. You can leave that to your kids. They're going to run circles around you. And when it comes to the grandchildren, well, they'll be quicker still. So don't try and win the fight. Try and stay in the ring. Try and stay in there and keep going. And celebrate the fact that you're in there. I came to martial arts quite late in life. I wished I'd started at the age of four. I think if I recall correctly, I started the, at the age of 44. So it's never too late to start that journey. You just have to accept that you may be the oldest beast in the room. 
if I had a wish, it would be that I would have a fair number of people all gradually moving to an older age and all wishing to train together. But more often than not, you'll find that you could be the older person in the room. So you're not going to necessarily be the quickest. You need to develop cunning. You need to develop guile. You need to develop extra technique. Or should we say work more effectively on your technique. And you need to use all these things to put yourself in a better place, in a stronger position, so that you're fit for the fight. Fit for the fight, but not necessarily going to win it. The fight that you may win is on producing that book or getting that film done or finishing that project. That may be your victory. Your victory may lay outside of the training hall. In the training hall, if you score a couple of points or win the odd bout, and I've been there and I've done that, my greetings to my old sparring partner, uh, Gavin, among many. Well, that's already something. Be proud of that. Celebrate that. Reward yourself for that. It's about the journey. It's not necessarily about the final outcome. So why don't you get in the ring? Why don't you make something of it? Why don't you do more than you're doing right now? Because you could be that person that I sometimes see crossing the road um, on the way to work. I I drive through a relatively rural market town, quintessential English market town. And invariably, I see a fair number of pensioners. And it has to be said, those considerably younger than that age walking across the road as if their body is a cumbersome thing that they must purely suffer. They don't live with their bodies. They succumb to and tolerate their bodies and they carry them around in that manner. And it is apparent by their posture, by the way they look around. They're preparing to die. That death may be imminent maybe further off, but not necessarily as far off as they deem, because they're not trying to be the best version of themselves. They're working on aspects of their lives, perhaps their cultural development, their mental faculties, but not necessarily in harmony with their bodies, as I mentioned before. So they're not necessarily being the best version of themselves that they can be. So why carry on being that way? Turn the page and find another way of being. Maybe you're keen to train because you want to push for that elusive life change, overcoming illness, tackling finally that addiction, finding a coping mechanism, keeping up with the kids. Most importantly, trying to keep up with the grandkids. That may be a goal of itself, in and of itself. Overcoming illness. There is a Chinese proverb that I'm probably misquoting, and it in effect says, no illness, short life. An illness, long life. And I take that to mean that if you have an illness, 
you learn to circumnavigate it, you learn to focus on aspects of that illness that you need to counterbalance. And that may mean changing your diet, working on your fitness, working on your breathing, alleviating stress, and probably all those things combined so that that weakness becomes less of a weakness and actually you almost and probably go on to turn it into a strength and that can only be a positive so whatever it is that you're struggling with um do something about it overcome that illness another thing i've noted a lot on my particular mind body spirit journey is you continuously bump into people that tell you they used to suffer from this addiction or that, be it alcohol, be it drugs, be it both, be it gambling, be it something else, all the vices that are very much prevalent in our society. And they turn the page. And it's almost as if that particular maelstrom shall we say that particular loss of direction was necessary to help them to regain their footing and find their poise both physically mentally and spiritually be it an asana in yoga or a pattern in a martial art it's immaterial it is about regaining posture, refinding yourself, and using mindfulness and martial arts as a tool to achieve that. That's kind of what I'm about here. So coping mechanisms. Well, we all struggle to cope. It's never the crisis, it's how we respond to the crisis. And the crises are many. I've probably had, well, no, I have had the worst year of my life. Um, my own journey, I'm of a certain age, I've lost one parent, another is in a nursing home, and all manner of problems have come my way. But you know what? That's life. You come to a certain age and these problems come your way. And it's a case of how you cope with those crises and overcome them. Um, you can succumb to them, the all too famous and cliched midlife crisis, or you can reinvent yourself the way we all have to, in, one, in some way, shape or form. So go ahead, reinvent yourself. Work out who you are again. Maybe you've been doing something that you felt you had to do rather than what you wanted to do. Obviously, we are all harnessed to mortgages and financial commitments, but you don't know. There may be space for some kind of renaissance. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to get myself into that place. Maybe I am getting myself into that place. You can be on that journey as well. So coping mechanisms, because often if you train in martial arts, you learn to cope with what life throws at you better. You learn to 
to not succumb to the stress because you you learn to breathe more profoundly. There is a thing called the science of breathing, what the yogis call pranayama, and that has spread its tentacles deeply into the martial arts. So learning to breathe, learning to respond, learning to coordinate your movements can have a profound effect on how you cope with what life throws at you because life throws it at you. Always. You have to turn negative to positive to continu continuously and you have to find ways of doing that continuously. And that's what you need to try to do. Coping mechanisms for all manner of reasons and all manner of problems. Essentially trying to make my personal position is that martial arts have become part of who I am. They are a tool and a guide. It's not a religion, but it's a means of developing an inner voice, an inner strength that we all possess, but we often don't actually channel. We come, we succumb to outside forces rather than listening to what's going on within. And the martial arts helps you find that inner voice so that you can keep up with the kids and you can run after the grandchildren and you can keep going. And longevity is the goal that you seek to live a long, a long, fulsome life, not one where you may live a long life, but have succumbed to all manner of serious illnesses such that the last portion of your life is not so much a joy, but more of a torture. Um, maybe I'm articulating an inner fear, who knows? But I am striving for longevity. The other version of what I've just described. You may be pushing for some kind of el elusive life change. Could be writing that book, finishing that project, leaving your boring job. Whatever it may be, you need to find the energy and the power to do it. And if you don't possess that, then facilitating that change may be hard. So make the change and get on the journey and enjoy the journey. It's often said that people turn to a kind of more, try and seek out the inner path, as I just put it, which I suppose is different actually from a deity above. I, it's not a religion. You're not looking necessarily to a, it, it, that's not saying that you may or may not be religious. Let's not get into those complex waters, into those complex waters, but quite simply an inner spirituality, an inner guide that helps you mind, body and spirit. Well, it may be born of a crisis when you need some anchor to help you to overcome and reground yourself, recenter yourself, refind yourself. In my case, it was precipitated by a crisis. Um, it can happen to people, ended up in the wrong 
part of the country and in the wrong job, far away from where I was before and dragged my family with me and then spent a fair number of years getting back to where I started. That can be tough, that can be hard, but it happens. It's just one of many crises that people can, under, uh, can undergo. In my case, it could have easily ended up in a serious depression. Instead of ending up as a serious depression, it led me to all the interests that I wish to share and discuss with you and with others, because we will have a series of interviewees, many of whom have an extremely interesting story to tell. And hopefully that will also inspire you uh, to a mind-body-spirit journey of your own. So yes, out of a crisis, cliched though it may be, an opportunity invariably does come. And when it comes, you have to learn to take it. And you must take it. And it won't necessarily be easy to take. But take it, you should. So, respond to that crisis. And see it as a chance. And there'll be crises along the way as you train. You will find that your body will not necessarily heal as quickly as others. You may find that you have to strain harder than others. But then it should be all the more satisfying when you achieve what you achieve. You may come to find that somebody who is younger than you and essentially fitter than you is your teacher, is your guide, is your mentor. That's also very healthy because it forces you outside of the thought processes and structures that you're used to, and you are actually the junior partner in the firm. You're the junior partner, although you may be the oldest or amongst the oldest in the room, and that of itself provides you with so many lessons from which you can learn. I'm hoping I'm inspiring you. I'm hoping I'm reaching you. I'm hoping you want to carry on with this conversation. And as I said, there won't just be podcasts where I'm reflecting on certain aspects of this journey. There will be a series of interviews and discussions focusing on all manner of aspects of how we deal with what we deal with in the glorious world of mindfulness and martial arts. So I think I've gone on long enough. Just this week, try to be the best version of yourself you can be. I'll see you next week. If you want more information about my journey, you can always go to greywarrior.blog. Have a great week and, well, speak to you soon.